You are now listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pach Estrada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. Boom. All right. Give us an intro, Gabe. Oh, my goodness. The CEO of EPO has returned. TJ Dillashaw. What did you think of that fight? Because Otherwise known as Killershaw? the snake in the grass. <laughs> he is behind Something me right now. Something by Conor McGregor. Yeah. Um, we'll talk TJ. about Conor in just a bit, but first we have to give our congrats to TJ Dillashaw. Had a crazy fight with Corey. Yeah, what are your thoughts on the fight? Because while watching it, I thought Corey won. But then after like rewatching it, I thought TJ won. I think that the fight proved that TJ is really a cheater. <laughs> that he cheated his entire career because he's never won by split. This is his first time, right? It's, but you also yeah. have to consider that he's old and he's going up against Corey Sanhagen, a knockout artist. So... I don't know. I don't know. I Again, I'm not no. the biggest TJ Dillashaw fan, but seeing the fight, he looked like he had to do what he got to do. Yeah, I mean, like, TJ's skill, skills are there, mm-hmm. right? But I feel like now, looking back, it was always supplemented by You think it's like PD. TRT Vitor, like, it's not going to be the same again? So, something like that, something like that, right? But he fought against so many knockout artists before. He did. And that had never happened to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very right. True. The only split decision he's ever had was a loss. That was against Dominic Cruz. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Um, but if we're assuming mm-hmm. that TJ wasn't a cheater the whole time, <laughs> then it seems like the division has caught up. Yeah, honestly, right? it's one of it, that age-old question, right? Control versus damage. You know, in mm-hmm. the judges' eyes, they they viewed you know cage control and all that clinching. But Corey clearly had look, dude. He had a, his his he had a third eye. He was limping towards the end of the fight. Yeah. So Corey did his damage, I would say. And he, uh, he said he spoke to. Did he speak to Hunter? He spoke to someone. He pinky swore him oh, that he is just one fight away from a title fight. So again, yes. I think I think both winners in my book. Yeah, Corey is the real deal, man. And I think he landed a flying knee twice. DJ I mean, twice, right? So. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even take him out. So TJ's uh, an animal as well. He his best weight is really one thirty five. Corey or TJ? TJ. Yeah, that's true. One twenty five. He's a stick. <laughs> Did you see his when he was like super drained? He was like very uh, dehydrated. That was so scary seeing that. He looked weak. He did. Yeah. This is killer shots, weight man. But yeah. Right. But- yeah, I mean, he looked good. It's nice to see the TJ style back. Mm. You know, it's always entertaining, you know, with a style where he looks like he's blocking the sun. Yeah, he's like, you know? what, what? He's like, hold on, it's too, my future's too bright. And he always you know? he's, has to I'm a style on you. He has to scream louder than uh, Bruce Buffer every time he's introduced. Ah, that's the EPO. That's the EPO. <laughs> I want to see TJ versus O'Malley. That's gonna be a good fight. I really think that's, that's a good test for O'Malley, and that'll that's, el- that's elevate him. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. That's the fight to make. Mm-hmm. Not right now, mm-hmm. but in the future. So you think he's gonna have a title shot next? Because technically, Corey was supposed to have a title shot next. TJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. 
Aljo versus so. Jan? Like, you think he's going to get the winner of that? Most likely, yeah. Uh, and then Cody versus TJ3. That's... For the title. It, it, can you say it's a trilogy when TJ won twice? I think what matters is... Well, here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. The EBO. Oh, okay. Good point. That's good TJ's point. back to square one. Yeah, that's very true. As far as I'm concerned and many other fans... Mm-hmm. He's 1-0 right now in the UFC. Wow. So clean slate. We're starting yeah, from zero. Like, no, nothing counts. Nothing counts before mm-hmm. this Corey Sanhagen fight. Wow. Okay. Because remember, they weren't even testing for EPO until they caught TJ. Yeah, that's true. And I think, I forgot who uh, said, but yeah, I think it was Cody that was saying, yeah, TJ was always on EPO, man. He was always on steroids. He was actually trying to teach us how to use it, blah, 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 and all that, so... Uh, quite quite the predicament TJ is in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's one and zero in the UFC. So I can't wait to see who they put him against next, dude. Because uh-huh. TJ is good. He's entertaining. He's got some star power. Mm-hmm. But let's see. Let's yeah. see if he can uh, back up the talk. Yeah. Speaking of backing up the talk, we got to talk about Conor McGregor. No. Sounding off on no. Twitter like that. It hurts. Cocaine fuel Twitter rant. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Proper it hurts. twelve. Mm-hmm. Cocaine fueled Twitter rant. And Dude, also, so- yeah. Also, I just want to let everyone know that's watching on Facebook Live right now. Just comment whatever you think. We'll definitely get to it. I think we have two thousand viewers as we speak. I think there. That's the two go. of us. <laughs> Let's go. Two uh, two bajillion. Two bajillion of the in betweeners out there. So. Uh yeah, your thoughts on it as a former or former Conor McGregor fan? What's what's going on with no. you now? I'm always gonna be a Conor fan. You know this. Uh, I'm not leaving. You know this. Was that, was that Wolf I'm, not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course I'm a fan, but if, you know it, it's hard to be a fan when he acts this way. Yeah, it right? hurts, dude. And and give us context to people listening right now his tirades have been going off. What what set you off the most? Like, that's not cool anymore. I think the one where he, where he said COVID is good and father is evil, right? So he was referring to the passing of Khabib's dad due to COVID. Bad. Yeah. And, and but he was also referring to a tweet that Khabib yeah, made after. Good, yeah, good will always prevail. So I know he's answering back, but yeah. again, it's just, it's so hard. Literally. To, yeah, quite late. And also it's just, Dude, you don't involve family in this. You don't involve COVID. Come on, dude. That's that's yeah. that's low. And also, as I mentioned, coming from a person that has so much charities, it hurts reading that. Like, how how am I supposed to believe you're a charitable man now? I you know I usually have an explanation as to why Connor acts the way he does, but this time I don't. It's hard to get a read on him because I don't think he's able to even read himself. It's the cocaine. Like you know, he could he couldn't even make a prediction for his fight with Dustin. The yeah, third time. he could not. It was it was really yeah. weird, and honestly, it was like he was a shell of himself because he was trying yeah. to be that same Connor. But mm-hmm. it, it's it's so clear that everyone else evolved, but he was trying to still be that same two time champ in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and the same applies to his fans, right? We've all grown. Mm-hmm. We've all changed as people since 2016, and yet, you know, Connor's amassed this fortune mm-hmm. and like in, achieved incredible fame, and yet 
is all still like the same person. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or like a corrupted version of the Connor. Yeah, this is... We all liked in the first place, right? It, yeah, it's... I guess you could say that a corrupted version... An, an, the real I, Conor McGregor died when? in Madison Square Garden when he won the two the two belts. I thought I thought when he got no, I thought when he got knocked out by Dustin Poirier. Yeah, yeah, he you know because he achieved everything right. Yeah, so that's still the question: What do you do when you've done everything you've set out to do, especially in sports? He should have stopped there. He could have been like Henry Cejudo. Sure. What? Yeah. What Henry Cejudo? Yeah, actually, the legend. It, if you think about Henry Cejudo, he retired at the top. Team yeah. champ. Mm-hmm. I Henry- think Connor loves to fight. Yeah. I think he'll keep fighting until he can't fight anymore. As a fan, do you want to see that? I don't want to see that because he's going to keep on losing if he doesn't get his shit together. Yeah. Right, but well, that's the thing with Connor, right? He okay, you love to fight, understood, but figure out why you want to keep on fighting. Yeah. That's true. He doesn't need right? to. Because he's achieved what every other MMA fighter wishes they'd, they'd achieve. Mm-hmm. And yet, he's still putting himself out there. But yet, he looks at Dustin and he's like, I, I don't know. Like I think Faraz Zahavi broke it down. It's like he saw some. You can't buy what Dustin has, which is you know that fire, that respect of people mm-hmm. as a true fighter. And yeah. I think that moment when he was saying, your wife slipped into my DMs. Well, that was his last jab at attempting to try to gain what Dustin has. Exactly. Oh, it just hurts. It just hurts how the mighty have, have fallen. Yeah. I mean, I get you can, you, you can kind of like expl- explain it like, all right, he was promoting the next fight. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's, mm. it's not a good look. It's not a good look. It's really not. It's not a good look. Especially coming from, I know when we were talking in previous episodes, you said every time he loses, he's always productive about it. He's always like, all right, I, I made these mistakes. I did this and that. He had none. To, he had none of the blame. He was like, that wasn't my fault. Blah, 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 all this. I was like, well, I mean, it wasn't his fault. Yeah. I mean, you, I could, you could get away with that. His foot was a balloon. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, it's his fault. For fighting, knowing he had a compromised exactly. Ankle. I honestly, if he pulled out, like I think people would have understood. Yeah, yeah, it's right. But like, yeah, yeah. But he 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 had to, you know, back up, back up what he's been saying this whole time is that he never backs out of a fight, which is still true. He's never backed out of a fight, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, that way of thinking backfired this time. Yeah, that's true. Right. But, you know, how do you feel about the argument? You know, Dustin was also pretty compromised getting into that fight. No fighter is actually 100% going into a yeah. fight. And yeah, but I mean, if, if you're looking at the pictures that Connor showed, mm-hmm. it clearly looked like his ankles, like, on the way to being fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he still fought. Right? And that's a bad, bad call, man. Yeah. And I think he needs a new, he needs a new camp. He does. Bring he the band back together. Or or go to ja- Jackson. Yeah. Imagine Connor Jackson, dude. Jackson, J- Jackson. Wait, wait. What Jackson? Greg Jackson. Greg. Ja- no, oh. John Jones is. Oh yeah, Greg Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's oof. that's dude. gonna be good. I know there are certain fighters that their style becomes dull. Diego Sanchez being one of. I know oh, Clay Guida being one of them. John Jones became a lot more like point fighting, but I think with Connor's fight IQ with Greg Jackson, they would they would make a really solid game plan. Yeah. 
So what's your hope yeah. for the future, man, as we move on to the next topic? My hope is Connor just take some time, man, to just Stay get off, off Twitter. I, I know. Get off Twitter. Please just get off Twitter. Get off Twitter. Let, he, still, he obviously still keeps up with all this, right? Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to chime in yeah. and tweet these things. But for, for me, I want, I want everyone to miss him. Like, I wish he just kind of yeah. faded a little bit and just like – you know what? Yeah, take your rest. It's all good. But he was so active. Like, what's up, fight fans? Surgery went well. Blah. blah. I'm like, Connor, you got to rest, man. You're just out. Who gave him a phone? <laughs> like, when he was off, he was off the table. Like, gave him a phone anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, he, he, needs, he needs to be with nature. Mm-hmm. You know? He, you know. Needs, he needs to find himself again. Get back to who is the, the movement expert? Ido Portal. Yeah, Ido Portal. Go back to that, dude. Yeah, Dylan Dennis, Artem Lobov. Yeah. Um. Uh. Who's that? Who's his first training partner? The one. Uh. Forgot his name. Gunnar Nelson. Back then. Gunnar Nelson. Yeah. Go back to your roots. Get mm-hmm. hungry again. I think he just needs to start from scratch, man. Like. You know, fight number five guy, fight number six guy. There's no, there's no shame you in know, that. A lot of people are saying that's. I think that's the reason why he wanted to face Diego Sanchez. Right there was like some some uh, exchanges. I wouldn't. I mean, thinking about it, you wouldn't be surprised, right, if he wanted to go for Diego Sanchez like as a tune-up fight. I, I don't think he really meant that. <laughs> Connor just, just loves. Uh, I'm just saying, man. You know. It, yeah. He's never going to go for a number five or six, man. He's always going to pick the marquee fight. Mm-hmm. But now, if he's really going to take his MMA career seriously, he's got to... He's got to... He, he's got to climb up the, the ranks again. Sorry. Are we still live? Yeah, I'm watching on Facebook. Okay, cool. Because, like, my phone died. I was like, huh. It just died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, okay, cool. I got a little concerned there. But, yeah... I guess the pride is still there. You you can monitor like the comment section and all that if ever, okay? Yeah. But I feel like it's just us right now, so we're gonna sound. Just, off. I mean, there are three people. There are three people, but okay. no comments. Okay, cool. Shout outs to the three people again. They're probably Connor fans. That's why they're like, you guys are criticizing our hero. No, you guys are so mean. <laughs> yeah, Connor. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough because the whole brash Irishman is a little bit passe right now, right? That's a good insight. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves a chill, retired Khabib. Everyone loves a chill, retired Cormier. Everybody loves the calm and collected and and charitable Dustin Poirier. You know? There's none of that already. I think it's only in the middleweights where you see, like, is Izzy going up against yeah. Him? Right? The Italian so, dream, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's not authentic anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's not necessarily what kind of personality is like trending with the fans right now. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be authenticity, right? So Connor hasn't seemed authentic for a very long time. That's a good point. Right? But with all these guys I just mentioned, mm-hmm. they're being authentic. Yeah. Um, like you Even said, Colby's gimmick is already authentic because he's like that twenty four seven. Yeah, right. It's like yeah. before people didn't buy it, part of it. He's long enough. Part of like, it. Yeah, yeah. Part of it's, him. Right? It's part of him to up. turn that on. Mm-hmm. Part of him to use that gimmick to sell fights. I think that's why also people re- like you, <laughs> like Sean O'Malley, 
John O'Malley. He's just himself. He's just being himself. Yeah. The Nelk Boys gave him a fifty thousand dollar watch. Jesus. Nelk At a party. Shout out to you guys. I love the Nelk Boys. Mm-hmm. I love Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley is my favorite. Well, four people now. Mm-hmm. Sean O'Malley is my favorite fighter. Right now. Is he your like Connor now? Like, is he your? He's your hype train. Is he gonna? I tell you what, yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, that's saying a lot. He just got a, a tattoo by Takeshi Six Nine. He, he's doing all the right things. He's hanging out with the Nelk Boys. I love the Nelk Boys. He's hanging out with Johnny Depp. Like, how would he see? Even Jared right. Leto. Oh, Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. Sorry, Johnny Depp. Yeah. I Jared love Jared Leto. Leto. I love Thirty Seconds to Mars. He's t- he's doing all the right things without even knowing, dude. Yeah. Sean O'Malley is. What? The future. Uh, He's doing it right. He's doing it right. I do like Sean his Matt style. Right. I, I'll give you that. I do like his style. He's just. I just wish he'd already have yeah, a big test dribble, already. Dribble, 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 you know? Yes, Phoenix Suns. Let's go. Cool. <laughs> I like Sean O'Malley. Uh, Anyone that hangs out with the Nelk boys automatically gets like, gets to skip the line with me. Oh, uh, how come when Khabib hung out with him? Well, he didn't really hang out with him. He just yeah, he yeah, a big he dog. He, he was wasn't like, lame because they were pranking him. Like, Khabib doesn't even know yeah, the Nelk Boys. He didn't even hang out with them, dude. But I, I really think Khabib doesn't even know. Out I don't think Khabib knows the Nelk Boys, dude. You can't give him that. Yeah, well, fuck Khabib. <laughs> Get to know the Nelk Boys. Hang out with them. Uh, but okay. no, I love this. I love this whole Coach Khabib thing. I love it. I think it's really cool. I think it's authentic. Mm, very. To what he stands for. Mm-hmm. I think it's great, man. I'm a Khabib fan. Mm-hmm. But, like, if, if I was ever going to list down my top five favorite fighters, I don't think he would be on that list. Okay. But I am a fan of Khabib. Oh, there we go. Dude, from episode one, we really turned you. Post, post-retirement. I like I like retired Khabib. Yeah, I mean, the first... Well, the first time we met each other, Khabib already retired, right? Because <laughs> he was already going to be the GOAT. Did he really? Yeah, that was the first time. Because that was the first thing I asked you. I'm like, so you really think Khabib's a GOAT? And then you were like, "Let me sit nah. down, son. Okay, take down some." I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna ever achieve goat status in in my eyes, but I I, I definitely like what he stands for right now. Mm, okay, yeah. On again, like for, maybe one day I will watch every single fight. We will watch every single Khabib fight because you have to stream. Mm-hmm. You have to agree that his fight, his his wins have aged pretty well. Like these guys yeah. are, yeah, they're killers. Who he's who he's faced time uh, like back to back. Even I really think he faced Connor at his prime. I think he can be he can be in the group chat for sure. There we go. That's what we want to hear. He can download the app. He can download the app. Register, you know, two factor yeah. authentication. He's in it. He's in status there. pending. Status no, pending. No, what pending? Come on. Status pending. He's there. He's in there, dude. <laughs> Could be in there. Could be in there. What do you be, What do you think about Islam Mahashev? Like, Khabib 2.0. I like it. I like it, dude. You know he has two million followers on Instagram. How crazy is Already? that? Already, I'm sure, dude. I'm I'm not surprised. How's that possible? Mm. Once you're hanging out with the goat, the eagle, you know, you're definitely gonna get a lot of followers. I guess also the. Oh UFC. no no no! My mistake. Three point one million. Wow, and counting. I guess it's just him, dude. It's the UFC hype train also put a strap on Islam Mahashev. So him, uh, Kamzat Shemaev, like they really want to like strap a rocket on these guys. And I'm I'm excited to see where he's going to be and if he's for real. I think he's for real. 
Mm. Okay. I think he's for real. I like it. I'm, I, I I like that vibe. I like that energy. <laughs> I like this new generation. Yeah. Sean O'Malley. Okay, he's definitely part of it. Okay. <laughs> Islam Makachev. What about Kamzat Shemaev? Yeah, that guy too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Rodriguez. Even though we haven't seen his face in like it, ten years. Is he new breed? I think he's not. Yeah, year. He's kind of an old. Still new breed. He's still new breed. Yeah, for you. He's okay. just been signed for a long time, but in terms of like, mm-hmm. you know, octagon maturity, he's oh. still young. Oh, by the way, sorry. Thinking, uh, I just remembered. I, I was supposed to bring it up to the news that we had like two weeks prior: Robbie Lawler versus Na- uh, Nick Diaz, old versus old boy oh versus old God. boy. That's, That's gonna be good. But to I think it was this morning. Woke up to news that. Colby versus Usman's happening. I know. That's what I wanted to get at. I told you. Mm-hmm. That was a fight to make. I told you. Yeah. Honestly, I think they were just waiting for Wonderboy and um, Burns to crap the bed. And if it didn't go well. All right. Cool. Let's let's go with. Let's pull the trigger on Colby. If, Usman. if Kamaru beats. Oh, five, five million viewers. Yo, now. five if million. Kamaru, mm-hmm. If Kamaru beats Colby. Mm-hmm. Kamaru Usman is the greatest of all time. You're saying that. Oh, God. 5,000 and strong are listening right now. 5 million. 5 million. Exactly. If he gets it done, Mm -hmm. if he gets it done quicker than mm -hmm. the first time, Kamaru Usman is the greatest welterweight of all time. Yeah, he definitely beats George St. Pierre because he's he's lapping people already. It's not even a question. It's not even going to be a question. Uh Like, no. It's just there's no arguing. He he, if he beats Colby again mm-hmm. and f- and quicker, mm-hmm. he's the greatest welterweight of all time. Let me ask you this though: as a Colby fan, do you think that's gonna happen? You know that's a tough one. Ooh, got you tough thinking there. I, I got I, you I, thinking. I personally I want Colby to win. You do. <laughs> I do. So there's Chat. a trilogy. Five million. What do you think, Usman Colby? Let us I know. See the trilogy. Well, because we don't really know, hmm. right? We don't really know. I'm because they both mm-hmm. kept the fight standing. They did. Right. So they didn't really test each other's wrestling. Here's my concern about Colby. He's been inactive technically for that's like two years. Usman has been so yeah. active. So I'm like, that's what, that's, what, that's what I was about to say, mm-hmm. right? So Colby hasn't had a chance to, I guess, level up in the awkward at least. Yeah. Where in Usman's, you know, it's like it's like an RPG, mm. right? You, you max out your wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now you play the rest of the game trying to max out your striking, and that's his. That's essentially what Usman has been doing. Mm-hmm. He's maxed out his wrestling, so he's leveling up his striking. And, and he, it looks like he's leveled it up. Exactly. Dude, he, the way he knocked out Jorge Masvidal. Jeez. Street Jesus, bro. He knocked cold. out Street out Jesus. He did not out know where cold. he was. Yeah, it was, it was the one and done. Bang. Out. Like a light. Cold. <laughs> Lights out. <laughs> And also, you know. Usman, what what I another advantage I give him is that he's definitely okay with the fans being there already. Like he doesn't care if they boo or cheer him; he's still gonna go out there. I thought Colby would be like 
uh, have that advantage. But now he's already experienced both, like having like a house, uh, a show with no fans and a show with fans. And he's good at both. So it's like Usman, man. He seems unstoppable. Yeah. So after saying that, Mm -hmm. the smart pick is, of course, Kamar Usman. But your pick. So lately, <laughs> it seems like the smart picks have been winning. Are you gonna? Like, are you gonna? Are you gonna cave in? Are you gonna cave into the smart pick? No. There we go. Right. Ever. That's why we have a good synergy in this smart podcast. <laughs> it's a smart pick. It's fine because the smart pick is like it's not gonna be surprising, right? I'm gonna be disappointed, but I'm not gonna be surprised. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why I want Colby to win because he's gonna make. The welterweight division great again. When was the last time your pick won? Like when you were like, the smart pick lost, huh? As in Ganu. Ganu. But looking back, also Ganu was the smart pick. But at the time, right? No, at the time he was. But if you saw how he, like, dang, okay, he is technically. Oh, stop trying to take that away from me. He (laughs) wasn't. That (laughs) night you were on fire. I would say you got three of three. I got. We were. We're. I got none. Although Sean O'Malley was also a smart pick and he won. Oh yeah, dude, that's that's easy smart pick because it's uh yeah, it's Sean O'Malley and it was up against the the, the green haired zombie. Mm-hmm. I want to be adventurous with my predictions. Mm. Hey, you right. think smart uh telecoms would actually sponsor us for the smart picks? Mm. Looking at you, smart. Yes, yes. Y'all want to get into the MMA game? Hit us up. Waiting for the phone call. Yes. Call Hunter. Call Hunter. <laughs> call my manager. It's me. <laughs> any any other news that you found this week? Uh you found that worth highlighting? Because there's a lot that um, Yeah, one thing we didn't get to mention in any episode is the return of Misha Tate. Welcome back. Hey, she had a great like post fight as well. Yeah. I love her. That was a great win. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for her. She's she's great. And she's always a late starter, right? She's like the I feel I feel like she's like the Rocky in the women's division. It's like she she needs to get like hurt and to get her gears yeah. going. That's how she won yeah. the title from Holly. Mm-hmm. I think uh, she could work her way back to the title for sure. Yeah. I think it's, I hope I think I it's hope. definitely possible. And now that Ronda is really out, like she doesn't have like that shadow looming over, so she can create a legacy for her own. So I'm super excited. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know. Speaking of what? fighters for, who spent some time in other promotions. Oh, right. Go, go, go. Stipe, first of all, I'm pissed about this. Okay. Tell us. Tell us. Why. A little bit of context, right? So, as you all know, I'm pretty sure you know about the interim title, heavyweight title fight between Derek Lewis mm-hmm. and Cyril Gan, the French guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Francis Ngannou, the current or real heavyweight champion, isn't happy about that. I, for one, I think it's fine because they get the champion's bonus. Yeah. Right? So at the end of the day, that's more money for both Lewis and Ngann. Mm-hmm. Right? And here comes Stipe, who's complaining he didn't get an immediate rematch against Francis Ngannou mm-hmm. after Francis... Uh, after Cormier getting... An immediate rematch mm. when he went, he lost to when he lost to him, mm. right? But the thing is, after he fo- after Ngannou knocked out Stipe, he said he wanted to take some time off. He did. 
He said he didn't know what was next. He said he wanted to spend time with the family and his newborn. Okay. Understood. But why is it all of a sudden, I didn't get my immediate rematch. Why is there an interim title fight? Let why did Cormier get an in immediate rematch against me? Like, well, where's that coming from? Let me. It hasn't even been that long. It's been a little long. I don't know. Maybe again, I think there's again, it goes behind closed yeah, doors. Maybe there's some trans lost in translation. Who knows? Maybe the, his camp reached out to the UFC, but he's like, no. Yeah, but how, yeah. And how, how is Dana or, or Hunter supposed to know when Stipe is ready to fight if he doesn't say he's ready to fight? No, I have a feeling Stipe reached out to them. He's just voicing it out now on social media. I don't think Stipe is the type of guy to complain a lot. And for him to complain, mean for me, it means something. So it's like, I have a feeling that they really he's ignored still him. They're still they're still waiting for Jones. What? I think he's still in the quantum room. Seven million. Let's go. Oh, what's up, you guys? We should really let the stream like cook for a while. I think. Yeah, we should. Yeah. We should let it cook. Yeah, we should. Like fifteen minutes. Like uh, starting soon. Oh yeah, or maybe we can have like just us talking, catching up. Like, hey, what you what video games you play this week or whatever. But anyway, That's I don't true. know. I'm yeah, I'm, so I'm still for Stipe. I don't know. I just think that. This whole situation, no, don't don't give me that thumbs down. I let you talk. Like, let me talk now. Stipe <laughs> is not the type to do that. Stipe is not the type to do that. He's one of the most respected champions, and for them to overlook I know, him, that's why. for them to overlook him, and also like not respect the fact that he wanted a rematch. I really feel like he's not the type to just go on social media and say these things. I think there was some exchange, and they're still telling him, "All right, you're benched. Wait for it." But I don't know. Maybe there might be a title fight, a rematch coming in September because Francis still wants to fight in September. I don't know, man. I think um, I think you know it's the same with the Francis and Ganu situation, right? It's like I'm sure that they talk behind closed doors, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure they just didn't like what they had to say, or they didn't get their way, so they're trying to make it seem like it was. You know, and, done against them. And you also have to take into consideration, Stipe was always billed the underdog and never billed as whatever, as a threat. Yeah. And now he chooses to speak out. So it's just, he could have spoke out before, but now. So I, I really think something happened. So I'm, I'm I don't think he's going to walk away. I really think that they're going to try to resolve this, though. I hope. Yeah, like they're going to, like any other promotion is going to be able to afford Stipe. Come on. Yeah. Get the true. fuck out of here. Bellator. Nah. Bare knuckle boxing. Nah. I'm not going to say the number. George Carlos Pastore. Actually, yeah. Oh. So weird. Stipe get agitated. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. George, what's going on? The judo panda. Hey, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they can, George. Um, I'm not going to name them, but, you know, we can talk offline. I got some. I got some. <laughs> I got some info for you. I got some insider information the, for you, son. I got the screen caps. I got the Colby video of message, Dustin knocking out. Us <laughs> message us offline, and I'll tell you why they they can't afford him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, <laughs> um, uh -huh. dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's. I think Steve Pace is jealous. I think he's just jealous. I think mm. all this, all this jazz that's happening in the heavyweight division. Mm -hmm. I think. You know, it's just like, why didn't they call me? I think that's where it's coming from. They didn't call him. But like I said, if I were Dana White and I looked at how Stipe 
lost to Francis mm-hmm. and, after, and hearing what he had to say after the fight, I'm not going to call him either. Again, I'm not gonna call it either. Mm-hmm. Not when you have like Derek Lewis and Siragon on the come up. Yeah, those are the guys to call. But then again, right? Again, it, it's as Dana says, he doesn't make fights on the day itself. I guess yeah. he kind of took that in consideration. But again, I really think something happened behind closed doors because yeah. I really respect Stipe enough to know that he's not that petty. I think that Stipe wanted to fight at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And they just couldn't make it happen. Maybe. Again, we don't know what happens, but this is the story. This is the narrative. And it seems like Stipe got the short end of the stick and he looks, he sounds a little like a diva because of the events mm. that were made public. So, again, uh, Stipe, mm. I hope I, I hope we get to see you fight soon because uh, I really think you're one of the heavyweight goats out there. Yeah. And, and, and it might be a, you know, a, a, the same situation as Francis where it's like, all right. Mm-hmm. We want you for August. Mm-hmm. Come fight. Mm-hmm. Same with Stipe. Stipe, we want you in August. Come fight. If it doesn't happen, we're going to do an interim. Mm-hmm. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know. And Obviously, none of them are ready for August. What, what's very surprising to me is that I think that Stipe would have a better relationship with the matchmaking team, mm-hmm. considering that they keep billing him as the, one of the GOATs. Yeah, for them to for this to actually get to the public, uh, and they they, had, they push the shit out of Stipe every single time. Yeah, for sure. Every single time. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Yeah, dang. Yeah, he'll get his turn. They'll all get their turn. <laughs> <You'll> <laughs> I just don't get it. You'll all get it. <laughs> Even the fool at the desk can get it. <laughs> They'll all have their turns. I just don't think it's within the time frame that they prefer. But, you know, this whole interim stuff, it's really like ruffling some feathers. It's like it's just an interim belt. No, the, They're going to get paid more. You should be happy they're going to get paid more. If you were in that position, you would fucking love an interim title fight as well. But, again, it's I guess the, 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 the perception of people with the interim titles, because they had so many before, they think it's stalling the division. But then again, if you look at it in a business point of view, yeah, they are getting more money. It's not the real title yet, but unification. Because I mean, mm-hmm. they could have had Lewis versus Gon anyway. Without, yeah, without the belt. Because that's a number one contender's fight. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to have a number, a number one contender, just throw a belt in there for fun. Mm. Because the winner of that fight will still end up being the number one contender for the real belt. That's very true. Right? So it's kind of like, you know, like when you order ice cream from Baskin Robbins. Wow, this is the example. Okay. And Tell you ask for it. the little rainbow sprinkles on top of it. That's the interim belt right there. Rainbow sprinkles. The rainbow sprinkles. Have you ever had chocolate chip cookie dough from Baskin Robbins with rainbow sprinkles? No. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, so I don't get the example. I'm sorry. But rainbow sprinkles on ice cream, I get it. It adds. Okay, little, rainbow sprinkles on ice cream for sure. A little razzle dazzle going on, right? A little, ra- a little, a little razzle dazzle. Yeah, man. It adds a, a little bit of jazzy jazz. Uh, George little, says, "So the interim belt is basically a number one contender belt." Yeah, I, I would, yeah, I would assume that's so. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, because there's still that I'm unification belt, I right? Didn't say it like that. I'm ashamed I didn't say it that way. They should have. You know, I think the take out the word interim because that's been dragged through the mud a lot of times. So yeah, yeah just say it's a it's a number one contender yeah. belt. It's yeah. a money in the bank belt. Let's go. It's a, there you go. It's a money in the bank 
belt. Mm-hmm. It's a belt. You get a belt. Why would you not want a belt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> you got to carry it around, man. Like, geez. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the number one and number two headband from Afro Samurai. Yes. Mm. Nice reference. I love Afro. Have you seen Afro Samurai? I have not. But I'm glad Samuel you got the reference. Mm-hmm. It's an anime. You should watch it. It's really mm-hmm. good. Okay, George. Yeah, I got some homework to do this week. Thank you. That's a major homework to do this week. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, any any other news besides that? I feel like we yeah we talked about the Stipe thing a lot. That ruffled our feathers, man. We did. We did. <laughs> we did. Uh, actually, George, uh, while you're still in the chat, what are your thoughts on Connor on social media? I want to hear that. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. But yeah. Um, Joe, I love Sean O'Malley, dude. <laughs> I fucking love Sean O'Malley. I think I, I remember mean, I saw him in person too. You did, you did. That's why you became a Sean O'Malley mark, uh, because he was he's he in two Connor. Wait, yeah, he was in yeah, two two Connor cards, right? That yeah. was that one, the Khabib one, and now the Dustin mm-hmm. Poirier uh, trilogy. Yeah, Sean O'Malley, the Sugar Show. I didn't buy Sugar Show. Oh, merch. you know what? Sorry, am I might I do have to bring this up, but. Uh, we got some show matches coming up. We got the Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley coming up. We also got the Vitor versus Oscar De La Hoya one coming up. If I said I wasn't excited for Paul versus Woodley, I would be lying. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for that one. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. And I'm for, into it. For the first time listeners here, Gabe does not like uh, Tyron Woodley. He... I don't he's, like Tyron Woodley. He just really like dislikes Jake Paul. Jake Paul that much. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not saying I won't ever be a Jake Paul fan. Mm-hmm. But let's see. Let's see. The problem. Let's see. If if, if he can conti- continue to be the person that shows up for interviews with Chael, yeah. Ariel, that could happen. You could be a believer. You're going to. I could be a believer. Wow. But if he does all that crazy, like, gimmick, like, skits and stuff, no way. Like, Transformer and all that. <laughs> but, you know, I, Woodley, Woodley's an ins- he's an animal, dude. He is. He's an animal. Oh. I would be very, very, very surprised mm-hmm. if he didn't destroy Jake Paul. And, right, were you the one that sent that to me when he was uh, training with uh, Mayweather? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Good That's shit. good. And I mean, he won the press conference, right? So Dude. Woodley killed it. Yeah. Beat your right? Because, I mean, think about it like this, right? Mm-hmm. Woodley's on how many losses? Four? Mm-hmm. In the UFC. In the Okay. Woodley's on a four-loss four streak mm-hmm. in the UFC, right? The greatest MMA promotion in the world. And who has he lost to? Uzman. Four guys. Yeah. Covington. Uzman, Covington. Burns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke. Yeah, Luke. There. Four. Boom. Top All, five. Yeah. One is champion. Mm-hmm. The other one is about to fight the champion. And the other two just are definitely the, yeah. number one yeah. contenders. So he's not just losing against any Tom, Dick, and Harry. He's lost wow. against the best of the best mm-hmm. of 170. In the UFC. Right. Right. So for him to kind of jump into this fight against Jake Paul, he better smash this dude. Yeah. 
right? And he said it himself mm-hmm. in the press conference. He, was, he, 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 he told everybody, don't, don't listen to Jake Paul when he says, oh, I'm a Disney kid. A Disney kid's going to beat. He's trying to downplay himself. Yeah, himself. Exactly, exactly. He's trying to downplay himself so people don't take him seriously. I don't take him seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm downplayed. Mm-hmm. Right? But Tyron Woodley said he's training like he's fighting Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's scary. Yeah. A motivated Tyron Woodley is scary. Right? So if if he's really training the way he says he is, he's going to murk this this Jake Paul. Yeah. He's going to murk him. I feel like Jake Paul should be scared for sure. And when was when was the last time a young and hungry up and coming fighter spoke that way about Woodley? Mm. Aaron too. We know how Young, that ended. Hungry, taller, bigger. Reach, yeah, more reach. Mm-hmm. Had all the star. Had had all the promo- promotion behind yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything was in his favor. I like what did you do? Murked him. I like that. I I like how you connected the dots there. Yeah. He basically just said, "Nope, not right now. Mm-hmm. Not yet. It's not your time." Dude, he could actually kill the hype because this right. loss would actually really yeah. hurt uh, Jake Paul. This is this is yeah, this is his Darren Till. This is another Darren Till, mm-hmm. another young and hungry superstar fighter try, trying to make Woodley a, a stepping stone into into the next level. Mm-hmm. Six million viewers now. Boom. You know. Yeah. But Tyrone's got to hold the line. Yeah, it's too. Got to hold the line. I'm excited. He's do it the us. way you explain that, I'm so excited for for the fight now. Like that, I that was like off, that was just like off the top of my off head. Off the dome. Let's go. That's how we do it off here. The in dome. I saw you. I think you're into it. Like you were like mesmerized for a like, second. Wow. I was like, this guy. You could sell fights. Okay. <laughs> that's that's uh, the way I see it. Yeah, for sure. Just another young, young and hungry kid who thinks. Tywin Woodley's, you know, the, the guy they need to beat to evolve. Yeah, Uncle Woodley, you know, is he's going to be a walk in the yeah. park? Oof, you call no, him no, out no, the wrong no, fighters. No, 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 no. I'm just also surprised that you have this much re- respect for Tyron Woodley. <laughs> yeah, I can dislike people, but still, you know, know the facts, bro. Could be, you know, you know the facts. So we're going to be anyway. there. Before we jump into our last thoughts, because we're about to close out the episode, uh, George says, "Loving he loves injured Connor. Dude is able to lean full into the notorious yeah. side without having to worry about fighting. Loss after loss, but still swimming in cash. What are your thoughts? I, I, I somewhat agree. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't like it when he says like stupid stuff on Twitter. Yeah, that's but true. When he does stuff like hang out with Justin Bieber. Yes, do that. Concert, bring his family. Work I like out that. While injured, yeah, dude, oh, that's cool. That's great. Like thumbs up. Yeah, two thumbs up for that. Roll down a scooter right? downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you're making fun of like you know someone's wife in your DMs or COVID someone's member uh, uh, passing, uh, like stop, stop. You took it too stop. far. That's 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 too much. Bianca? Hey, it's Bianca. She's watching. Yo, Bianca, thank I you for the. Find us. Oh, because I put it on Instagram. That's why. Nice. Yeah, um, like she's taking a gander at our uh, at the logo she made. Thank you so at, much. She's, looking at, she's probably thinking, "Wow, this is the best you guys could come up yeah, with." Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca, we need help with overlays. Losing your shit right now. <laughs> she's 
like, call me. I'm going to fix your fucking stream. Oh, my God. That's why she's laughing. That's why she's laughing. Like she that, that could be why she's laughing. Oh, that could be why she's, she's laughing. She's laughing and pointing. That could be why she's, she's laughing. Sorry, but for everyone watching, the, the, uh, Bianca Francisco is actually like one of the best graphic designers working today. Yes. So hit her the up goats. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hit her up on Instagram. She's the goat. What's, She's a what's her what's her handle? We can actually put it in the comment section. Um, it's it's uh, Bianca. What's your handle again? You it <laughs> well, I'm not gonna know it at the top of my head. Yeah, I know. At uh, hang on, I don't have my phone with me. There, right it's, it's Bianca C uh, Bianca PF dot design at on Bianca Instagram. PF. Yeah, Bianca PF design dot design dot design. So we we take care greatest of her. graphic designer Boom. in the game. Oh, face of the graphic design game. Hundred ten percent. Yes, yes. I already put it up there. She, she made our title. Mm-hmm. In case you guys are wondering. And also our amazing Instagram uh, templates. Hundred percent. So good. Yeah, we take care of we t- we take care of our people. Keep an eye out. She's fully booked until October. So wow, y'all got, got a congratulations. She called Hunter. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, she's keep, fully broke. She's swimming at one hundred and one twenty. She's swimming one hundred and one twenty. That's for sure. Hundred ten percent. What was that? What was that quote? Um. So, what's the game plan uh, tonight, Nick? Uh, oh the, yeah. The game plan Nate, is. Nate. Yeah. Nate. It's Nate. Yeah, Nate. What's the game plan? Do you remember the game plan? Wait, wait. <laughs> Come on. Wait, I want to hear it. I want to hear it now. Oh man, the game plan is. Hit him with some good shit. <laughs> Not get hit. <laughs> Not get hit. Yeah. I come home with, with a pocket full, full of cash. cash. <laughs> Dude, that's the best. That's the best. That's so good. Only he can say that. Hit him with some good shit. <laughs> Don't get Don't hit. hit. And come home with a pocket full of cash. Bro. What a game plan. What? Because that's true. What other game plan are you thinking of? Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. I mean, that is... That's that's technically what he does. That's technically the game plan in every fight for every fighter. Exactly. Right. Just like my game plan is make as much money as possible with as little work as possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do the, get your shadow box. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. That's it's gonna be another thing we quote all the time. I wish we had something like that for the intro of the podcast. Some something. Oh. Oh, that would be so cool if we asked him, like, what's the game plan? Mark Striegel. Yeah. I asked Mark Striegel to do something like that. Oh, shout out to Mark Striegel. That'd be cool. What's the game plan? Listen in between round. (laughs) Go to bed early. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There we go. That's a good one. (laughs) Okay, we can ask Mark. We can ask Mark. Let's can ask Mark. I can ask Mark. What's the game plan? That's a good one. That's a good one. What's the game plan? Listen in between rounds. <laughs> Dude, that's a good one. Let's, let's talk about that offline and like figure out what the actual script. Of yeah, yeah, be. for sure. Anyway, we we're past fifty minutes already. Here we uh, go. Any any final thoughts before we close this episode up? And yeah, George, Steph kisses. Yeah, thanks, George. Hit me up offline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or hit us up offline. Hit up the Instagram page. You know. I'll uh, I'll send you a message on Telegram so I can delete it right after you read it. <laughs> <laughs> no screenshots exactly no screenshots here boy no no but yeah any final thoughts before we close this episode up 
Um, that's all. Well, huge thanks for Bianca for stopping by. Check her out. Check her out on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She's like the goat, the goat of graphic design. Yes, hundred yes, percent. But yeah, other than that, Connor, behave. Please behave. Like, just be yourself. But please, please, just please. For everyone's I have, sake, I have I've spent too much money on your merch. <laughs> I need canceled. to be able to go out and wear your merch and not feel ashamed. And I feel like I'm gonna get three pieced. Okay. So stop it. <laughs> stop. Just, I have like five hundred dollars worth of Conor McGregor merch, dude. I'm not yeah. gonna sell that. I'm not gonna give that away. I want to wear that. I want to go out and feel good. Did so you, get your did, shit together. Did you get your proper twelve already? I have a proper twelve T-shirt, like. Oh uh, no! I thought like the, I, th oh, I remember still, you ordered the whiskey. I got yeah. one for you. I got one for you. Oh, it's still in the states. I don't know when it's coming. Yo, we should cheers uh, to that. Yeah, for sure. But I'm wait, still. we gotta wait for Connor to behave first. If mm, not, yeah, we, 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 we can't do it online. <laughs> we gotta wait for Connor to start behaving properly. Uh, uh, I like that. <laughs> okay, I like that kind of energy. Mm -hmm. All right, he, he's got he's got to do the twelve step program. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Well, you gotta do the 12-step pro <laughs> program. He's got to, man. That's a good one. That's uh, a good one. Get but yeah, Connor, big shout-outs to you. I hope he recovers soon and come back in full form. Anyway, guys, 6 million, 7 million out there listening. Thank you so much for being with us on this week's episode of In Between Rounds. That's Gabe. I'm Poch. We have been your hosts. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you at the next round. Bianca says she agrees. Totally. 100%. Boom. That's how we're going to end. Peace. Bye, guys. Be good, Connor. Be good, Connor. Be good, Connor. <laughs> <laughs>been listening to the in between rounds podcast with gabe ojeda and pacha strata your weekly mma habit and the only filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters be sure to subscribe on spotify apple podcasts google play or anywhere podcasts are available to get new fresh weekly episodes for more content and updates please follow us on instagram at in between rounds ph